1: So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro flushed hops, cold stored yeast and milled to order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our five points best bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session
0: IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash Malt to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend.
1: Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. Good afternoon, big Geeks. We're two days back into UK lockdown and I've already got no idea what day it is. It is Friday, right, Brad?
0: Mate. I'm 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 also pretty confused. Uh, it is Friday. I can confirm it's Friday, uh, but I couldn't couldn't quite tell you what month it is. Possibly, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had a comment on a podcast two weeks ago, so we schedule these, and I managed to schedule it wrong two weeks ago. So I actually ended up sending it at Saturday at uh, five pm. Um, and somebody messaged us going like, "Yeah, I was really confused when you did that." <laughs> <laughs> you should not set your clocks by the craft beer channel, guys. That's not a way to lead your life because we don't know what day or month or time it is. No, but uh, we appreciate and apologise for any confusion
0: caused by doing a Saturday five pm podcast. Um, Bradley, how you been this week? I'm, I've been really good, man. I've I've uh, considering. The world is a very strange place uh, uh again still nothing's changed since a week ago um, I, I and I've been feeling a little bit down, but I've been doing a few nice things to try and rally myself a little bit before lockdown too um yeah so i've I've been going out having a few beers very very sensibly of course uh within within the law and uh hitting some of my my favorite pubs up in town while we still can yeah we still could we can't anymore well um,
1: good for you um i i did not do that last weekend we went to the pub and had a last hurrah
0: but uh let's move along uh we've got a very exciting stay and night coming we do i mean we 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 said do not set your clocks by the craft beer channel but now i'm gonna say (laughs) definitely do set your clocks by the craft beer channel why johnny why why would they do this well, we've got our next live show.
1: So as soon as lockdown in the UK was announced again, we were like, right, holy crap, we need to find something to do. So we went and approached a brewery that we've been thinking about approaching for a long time to do a live show, and that is Siren Craft Brew. Amazing. And they were well up for it. So we've got the founder, Darren Anley, a really lovely guy, uh, who's put together an amazing beer box of red ales, West Coast IPAs, Imperial Stouts, some lovely New England Session Pails, one called Lumina which has an amazing story, the way that they released it. They did it with a stargazer, Ooh. and they sent a stargazing chart and all kinds of cool stuff. I don't know whether you'll get that in the box. I don't think so. But we can ask Darren about it. It's a cool story. Uh, and he'll be joining us at 8pm on November 14th. So that's next Saturday Yep, for a good couple of hours to drink through a couple of those beers, and there's enough in there for you to go away and enjoy after the show but we'll talk about those beers during the show so you know what you're drinking and that should be i think one of the best live shows we'll have ever done like the the box that they put together which you can buy uh we'll put a link in the show notes is absolutely stellar
0: mate i absolutely love siren um to the point where i was drinking uh, i had about three sound waves um in royal albert which is my one of my local pubs in new cross uh, my One of my favourite pubs in the world, I went there. I haven't been there in months and months and months, but uh, last weekend, I think it was, I went there and I sunk three pints of Soundwave because, it, I, you know, they've got all sorts of stuff on the bar, but it's tasting that good. It's that juicy that I was just like, give me the juice great yeah it's interesting because that beer started as
1: a west coast ipa and they have shifted it slightly towards new england but it is tasting great it was the right abv already it already was a bit hazy and had some body to it so it was a a simple shift and yeah i think Soundwave is is you know like challenging punk as as you know that really reliable delicious 5.5 ish ipa that you can get in you know craft beer bars and some less less crafty places that are just having a little in the ocean with some craft beers so it's super available and tasting absolutely banging at the moment all right so uh, I think we'll probably open with that beer and then we'll move into their more idiosyncratic stylings uh, and believe me there's some unusual stuff like the nitro red ale I'm looking forward to Ooh. trying that uh, some other quick news before we dive into this week's video is that on Sunday we have the next episode of the bubble. This is a very exciting episode and a very emotional episode with Rufus Hound, of all people, who we got connected with because he follows the Craft Beer channel on Twitter. And I was watching Would I Lie to You Late Night While Unable to Sleep Because of Anxiety. And he was on there and he talked about how he'd visited all but four of London's red lions. Limey. So I was like, that is a story we need to tell on the bubble. So we approached him and actually ended up talking mostly about Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. Um I'm going to put a little excerpt here so that you can see just how amazing this interview is. Uh, yeah, and then we'll get on with the podcast. But this is going live on Sunday at midday. The, the 120 people watching it, the four people playing it, all went, Yes! Yes! <laughs> we went fucking mad. It was one of the most... <laughs> like genuinely heartfelt, joyful things. I mean, you know, 2020, right? Everything's awful, the world's terrible, we're run by cunts. But <laughs> that moment of, oh my God, our friend died, to this weird thing that could have been any one of a million things actually turned out to be that none of us foresaw or could have predicted.
0: When I when I was a, a slightly younger man, I used to hang around with a, a lot of Bristol punk guys, uh, who are still good friends, but I don't don't really see them that much. But um, Rufus actually used to make a TV show. He used to host TV show called Grime Scene Investigation, which was about people um, and how they lived in squalor. So he would go around with a team of sort of CSI style. Uh, grime scene investigators who would swab the living hell out of every surface uh, take it to a lab and then come back and and tell all the dis- disgusting things that were you know all the bacteria and stuff that was on everything from you know maybe a toothbrush to your toilet seat to your kitchen plate um, and my mates, uh, who, were, who were in a, a Bristol punk band called Hooligan Swamp, uh, Badge and Jim were on this show. Um, and it was their band house. And basically, they came back and everything was covered in fecal matter, Johnny. Everything. Everywhere.
1: Oh, my God.
0: It's uh, It was horrendous. You can actually watch it on um, YouTube still, Grime Scene Investigation. Maybe we'll put a little... A little link up but it's it's just weird when you uh have friends that you've known for years but you didn't know they'd done this thing in their you know in their younger years and then you kind of you're you're at a house party and they put it on and it's kind of like a weird little alternate <laughs> dimension so
1: they put it on yeah. and everyone suddenly looked at their glass <laughs> at the plate they were yeah.
0: eating the food off and went Oh, God. I mean, we already knew it was pretty, uh, yeah, kind of. Um, it's very student esque, these guys back in the day. Now they're all incredibly grown up and they've got all kinds of worldwide international fame. You know, one's an international photographer, fashion photographer, the other one runs uh, a, a big kind of media thing out in um, in China. So they've done amazingly well, but um, yeah, they started off.
1: And I'm sure they'll appreciate you bringing uh, up their
0: sordid fecal parts. Well, I've I've used their kind of pseudonym names, but anyone could probably work out who they are if they were to watch. The <laughs> Especially if we put a link in the description. <laughs> yeah. So I like Rufus Sound. I've been at a festival and they've rung him on the phone, which blew my mind because uh, I'm I'm a fan of Rufus. So anyway,
1: he was a, he was a wonderfully honest and open guest and hysterical at points. Um, but there are some really you know, dark topics that we cover with him. Uh, so we put a little warning and some links in the descriptions box uh, if any of you are affected by the issues. But it's, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful podcast, one of the most sort of vital and important we've ever done. So please do give that a listen. Now from faecal matter on plates to this week's video in which we cook. What a wonderful oh link, Bradley. God. Thank you for that. That's a terrible link. Oh. <laughs> so this week, we it was a sponsored video. i have to make that super clear. Uh, we teamed up with Hopped craft sauces so they make uh, i say they sammy um makes hot sauces delicious hot sauces using real hop oils so these are hopped sauces um and they're absolutely delicious i've got one in front of me that i've started adding to my lunchtime sandwiches it's called african queen piri piri pilsner nice uh, but we used his core range so he collabs with breweries he's done one with brew by numbers uh, i think that's about to come out it's a double ipa sauce uh, but we used his core range, so there was a smoked chipotle stout, there was a New England IPA, uh, I think Nelson Sauvin and Citra hot sauce, and then there was a lager sauce, a Halital lager sauce, and we made three intense hangover sandwiches with them, uh, which was a lot of fun. We're really pleased with the video. Obviously, it's food, so it's not doing as well as our really beery content. But uh, I've made one of those sandwiches since. I've made the mushroom one because I think it's absolutely awesome. Um, and yeah, we're really pleased with it, and I think we. So were the comments, you know, smaller reach, but lots of very excitable beer geeks buying hot sauces in the comments.
0: Oh, I, I, yeah. I mean, it seems like loads of people have actually been motivated to uh, to go out and buy hot sauce, which is great, man. I think I think it's, it's a unique product, definitely, and um, just as a friggin' just as a bunch of different hot sauces, they're all amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we can all do with a little bit of spice in our lives these days, so uh, I, I just... <laughs> the world's not spicy <laughs> enough already. Uh, yeah, so I, I just thought it was awesome. And I love I, I, I love making that video. It's great being out in Borough Market, buying all the best sort of ingredients to go along with it and complement the sauces, and, um, you know, watching your, frankly, very good cooking skills, Johnny, in my kitchen. Um, cooking up a storm.
1: I used to sit there at my desk at Jamie Oliver's and we'd watch him cooking, we'd watch him filming. Like a lot of my presenting style and my cooking style is is very much inspired by Jamie. So somebody put in the comments, it was like going back to our food chief days and it was it was right. I was basically impersonating Jamie Oliver. Uh, what did you think of the comments? Have you picked any out?
0: Yeah, so I, I just got a one from Blake Armstrong that said, I liked this video before it came out. Nay, before it was even made. <laughs> uh, which I, I mean, me too. Blake I, I, I just think you know what is better than a sandwich? Just any sandwich. Now, when you put hot <laughs> yeah, what is better so than that, sandwiches? Sandwiches are great, right? I mean, you know, they're just they're just a brilliant invention. And when you when you add cheese in the mix, you add hot sauce in the mix, you 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 toast them. Maybe you're you're frying them in a frigging frying pan. Um, you know, all of this grease and this. You put an egg in there. Oh my god. It's incredible, <laughs> but I didn't even talk about the it's bacon. It's amazing, Johnny, but
1: oh. you did. Yeah, I know. Lots of the comment, well, there were some comments saying like, I think all three of those need bacon, and I respectfully disagree. My least favorite, actually, my favorite sauce was probably the the sauce we put with the bacon. Yeah, that was good. But in terms of a sandwich overall, my favorite was definitely the
0: mushroom. The, the mushroom took me by surprise because I am not a huge mushroom head, but um, they're so because you haven't cooked them right. Brad. Well, that's it. I think I've never I've never given them the time that they deserve. Uh, or cover them in quite so much garlic paste. Um, <laughs> but they were frigging delicious. Uh, with the parsley as well, actually. That was a good shout. Um, yeah, I really, was I was into them. Meatiest of the meaty uh, fungi. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Uh, it's amazing how, you know, I think this is what's so clever about hopped sauces, is how, you know, and the whole of the bubble podcast was based around this idea that if we're really into beer. Mm. there's going to be all these other worlds that everyone's really into whether it's dungeons and dragons with rufus hand on sunday or whether it was the coffee episode we did with james hoffman or whether it was homebrewing all these kind of different worlds cheese that we did with evan of the colonel you know this interest in artisan and in flavor yes um people aren't just into beer right everybody's into lots of different things and we're starting to introduce hopefully you know we'll be doing movies we'll be doing more music all that kind of stuff um and hops, you know, jumps on that that Venn diagram, I think, and finds that middle niche of people who love hot sauce and love IPA, uh, or indeed any any style, but they specifically love hops. Um, my comment of the week doesn't actually come from this week's video again. I love diving into the comments that come off of videos that we've released ages ago, and this one was on our hype train video about Hill Farmstead, in which we asked, "Is Hill Farmstead the best brewery in the world?" Which is a bit of a, a crass question, but you got to be a bit crass on YouTube sometimes. <laughs> and um, not engaging with the content whatsoever, Christ's chin Ooh. comes comes in and says, it's just a mild poison with attractive marketing you're drinking. Why would you be so stupid as to actually pay you guys to talk about it? People are stupid and you guys are making money from it. This summer I'm going to be hosting talks at the Manchester, Bristol and London Craft Beer Festivals, giving festival goers the chance to attend tutored tastings, rare beer pours, meet the brewers and even guided tours of the bars. These three festivals are the highlights of my events calendar, featuring some of the world's best breweries with delicious restaurant pop-ups, great music and a really welcoming party atmosphere. It's the third year I've been hosting the We Are Beer Tastings table, but for the first time I'm delighted to offer all of our listeners, viewers and Patreons £5 off a ticket when you use the code CBC5. Just hit the link in the description to buy. See you there.
0: So is he is he in league with um, the guy that called us uh, third degree masons a couple of weeks back? No,
1: no, that's that's a whole other guy.
0: Wow! Um, so really, bringing there a, are a
1: lot of temperance trolls wow. out there on YouTube, um, and they're enormous fun. I still haven't replied to Christ's chin. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm not quite sure what to say, other than to say name. we don't make a lot of money from it.
0: No, I'd say <laughs> first of all, great name, uh, Christ's chin. I feel it feels like uh, something you, you'd say as a when you hit your toe. <laughs> when you stub your toe, <laughs> Christ chin. Yeah, it's like a really powerful expletive. Um, I like it, Christ chin. But yeah, your your comment is 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 whack. So uh, yeah, <laughs> nice and name, whack off comment somewhere else.
1: Yeah. I think there is a the reason I wanted to bring that up is there is a really strong temperance movement and I think we've seen it in the way that a lot of governments around the world have dealt with coronavirus. So alcohol has always been shut down as this, you know, vaguely dangerous, completely hedonistic kind of thing. And actually no, it's not. Yeah. It is in the pub and in a beer, it is a way that people interact and feel close to other humans, which is just about the most important thing other than eating, drinking, and breathing that humans can do. Indeed. So the fact that we're shutting these down because of, you know, in the UK, we have a huge but very kind of clandestine temperance movement in lots of, you know, um, charities. I, I guess they are charities. They are definitely helping people that, um, you know, have a, have a bad relationship with alcohol. But these insidious links that they get into government where they start to inform these decisions that actually have nothing to do with preventing alcoholism and everything to do with inflicting a political point of view on people, um, is really disheartening to see, and is really absolutely everywhere. And I think you know, there's there's probably some paid trolls out there on YouTube making these comments. I'm not implying that Christ's chin is because I think they'd have come up with a better name, yes, but um, or a more specific name. But it's it's definitely happening, and we get. Probably three or four comments, just like that, every single week, uh, from new names, which is always a an alarm bell if it's a new person mm, every time.
0: I agree, I agree, and I agree about you know the pub being the place when you can kind of meet your fellow man, and and uh, just it's just such a welcoming place, and it's not all about getting off your tits or whatever, although that is fun no. from time to time. But um, this week, like I, another comment was was from uh, Matt Somner. You just said, "Hot damn, I miss Borough Market." Hope you popped into the rake for a cold one. Um, I mean, we didn't on that video, but this week uh, it, was, it was very early in the morning. That's was, why. That's the only reason. It was. That was purely the only reason we had to film about three videos that day. But um, oh yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was, I was in the rake this week. I met my oldest friend in the world, Stephen, uh, and we, we ha- we had a lovely day around London you know just walking around outside enjoying the sunshine and then drinking in a in uh in the rake uh, can I call it a garden I don't know it's like a yard but we were drinking um some some heavily reduced price cask to try and help them get rid of all their cask ah uh, yeah of course uh, yeah so that was that was wonderful and then you know literally uh was it when yeah wednesday night I was in um I went out in Soho and I, I was in the Lyric drinking cask again, trying to help those guys out. And I ended the night in Bradley's bar, which isn't really a craft beer bar, Bradley's Spanish bar, um, which is... A, and it's not your bar it's either. Not it's not my a, bar drink. yet, Johnny, but I... Oh, yeah, Yet. I, you, I love you, it. You made some moves. You were doing some research last night, uh, uh, Sunday night. I meet. mean, I, I no, but I mean, this is a place <laughs> that I, I, I go very rarely, but I always have a great time when I'm there it's just it's a proper 1960s weird little pub um but they, they they don't have very good beer they do have an amazing jukebox and they've probably got the most sort of welcoming strange disparate but lovely clientele going from like little old men to sort of the occasional hipster and then you know just loads of regulars uh that are there for the for the good times and the music and uh they had Budvar so I was drinking Budvar and uh shots of Jagermeister which uh people were buying other just random people were buying me shots of Jägermeister, jagermeister johnny um and we well, yeah, yeah it's that it's that much of an amazing place and then we all ended the night singing um ace of spades by motorhead at full volume uh which was awesome. So, uh, we're,
1: we're, we're at 20 minutes now, Brad. So, we've, we've got to get rattled through the rest of what we were going to talk about. Um, the first thing is also uh, at 10 a.m. today, our monthly newsletter went out. Nice. Uh, I say monthly, uh, we haven't sent one since July
0: because,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because you can't set your clocks by the Craft Beer Channel. Um, but you guys should definitely sign up to that we I'll put a link in the descriptions to that as well but basically that brings together all of the news that me and Brad have all of our latest videos some videos from the archive that we think are relevant as well as all the articles that I've been writing across like good beer hunting for men all those different magazines that I write for so we bring that together so you can read those and then we sing the praises of one of our patreons every month this month it had to be elusive brew because he was uh, Andy Parker the founder was helping us out with our pumpkin spiced beer which which was a video we released uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. ago. Speaking of which, right next to me, I have the ingredients for our next homebrew video that arrived just before we started recording. So I'll be brewing that on Monday. Maybe we'll give you some some details next week. Um, But we have some final really big news about our Patreons. Mm. So Brad and I are starting to ramp up towards uh the celebrations around one hundred thousand subscribers. What? Which Amazing. is not something I ever thought we'd reach. I remember as being down at like four or five thousand and thinking that was a, a huge deal. And it was a huge deal. Yeah. And looking at people with hundred thousand and and you know, thinking that it was it was unachievable and incredible what these people had done. Um, and now that we've done it, of course, we're like, yeah, but we want 200,000, which I think is just the way modern life goes, more, more, more. But we're ramping up some celebrations, and one of the things that we're doing is we've launched a exclusive forum for our Patreon members using Discord, which is like an online... Um, I think, think it's like the forums of the 2000s, like Mumsnet and Friends Reunited and all that nonsense... But it's bang up to date and it's got, you know, you can share gifts, videos, audio recordings, links. Uh, we can do polls and all this kind of stuff. And Brad and I will be on there almost daily chatting to people. But already we don't need to be because everyone's chatting to each other, talking about homebrew tips, yes. talking about beers they've tried, talking about, you know, content ideas for the channel they're sharing. Um, and it's already a really welcoming place. And I've already sent several messages to people going, like, I can't believe how well this has gone. So if you want to join that. Uh, the minimum you have to put in is one dollar a month into our Patreon, and you'll get access to that as well as your name on every video. And if you put in three dollars, you get uh, a wonderful exclusive Patreon patch as well. So we'll be sort of relaunching our Patreon based around that, but we're telling you guys and our newsletter people first um, that you can get involved in that. And
0: I think it's it's just such a I think what we want to do, which from the, the funny enough, when we launched it on Wednesday, I was I was on a pub crawl. That was when I was in Soho, so I was. <laughs> thought? I was. I was struggling to kind of keep up with it. I'm dyslexic anyway, but I, I was. I kept trying to upload videos because I thought I can't read all of this, but at least I can be videoing myself in the pub and saying what I'm drinking and all the rest of it. And um, for some reason, there's an eight megabyte limit, so I, I was starting off making two minute long videos, and then one and a half minute long videos, and then thirty second long videos, and then I think I got it down to about eight second videos um to try and get on there but uh i just thought it was it was overwhelming that the amount of people that and the love that was coming out in it for for just like you know the the very first hour and it was even before i was expecting it i thought we were doing it at four and it was at like three thirty in the afternoon and and it was just full of like amazing people chatting amongst themselves making connections um and I think, you know, this is hopefully this is going to be a really non-judgmental um, platform that's really safe for anyone to sort of, you know, just just be lovely to each other as much as they can. Um, and, and, you know, like like we always try and do with our videos, and all our content, it's all about the love. So there, there are obviously a lot of other um, brands of Coca-Cola out there and whatnot where you could choose to, to talk but i'd I'd like to think that we've got this this place that's uh, a nice welcoming place where you might not get hate for being a noob or or maybe not not being you know a a great expert in beer and that we can all learn together and um enjoy this this special thing this this juice that we all like imbibing and
1: um yeah a hundred percent if you've ever been on one of our live shows and you'll see the comments are a wonderful place to be and everyone's really supportive and getting to know each other that's what we want from discord and it looks like we're going to have that yes um it's dead exciting to see and it's gr- um, a
0: great way for people to like like we do on the bubble here where we, we were asking for people to send us questions in like just being able to to ask people what they want to watch like what videos do you want us to make um some of the ideas that are coming through already are great obviously we've had some of these ideas already um but it's, it's good to see that they're on the same page as us um and that we've we've you know we're, we're kind of thinking from the same play well we're, we're speaking from the, the same playbook i'm mixing my metaphors yep. but yeah
1: <laughs> i like it <laughs> i like the mashup um yeah so uh, there's a link to our patreon below and you'll get access to that discord forum uh, if you join us Uh, We don't have a question this week, nobody sent us in a question, so please, 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 if you have a question, record it on your laptop or your phone or whatever it is and send it to us, craftbeerboys at gmail.com, and we will answer it on the podcast. So instead of having a question, I've got a little bit of news and a suggestion. So the news came out uh, yesterday or early this morning that Shelton Brothers, which is the biggest sort of specialty importer in America, has gone under due to COVID and some legal disputes. And that is, you know, obviously terrible news for the people that work for Shelton Brothers, terrible news for America, uh, which is going to lose lots of specialty beer. But it's worse news in particular for small Belgian breweries. And that's because Belgium, you know, makes an incredible amount of amazing beer. And within Belgium, there's not enough people to drink it, right? So Belgium relies heavily on export, and in particular to the US. So this means that with Shelton Brothers going under, they represent most of those really exciting Belgian breweries in the States. So all of these Belgian breweries have lost probably their most important customer. So my suggestion is that at some point this week, let's all buy ourselves an independent, delicious Belgian beer from an independent retailer and drink it and hopefully that will (laughs) result in some money cascading to these breweries that might be about to hit on really hard times um you know we'll, we'll take some of the u.s share while those breweries find new distributors so i'm going to be drinking lots of belgian beer this week and i implore you guys to do so too amen The Bubble Podcast is brought to you by the nerds behind YouTube's Craft Beer Channel. Head to youtube.com slash the Craft Beer Channel to watch this week's video and over 400 more exciting episodes. If you love what we do, please, please, please do subscribe and even join our Patreon at patreon.com slash craftbeer channel. Love and beer.